KJ Bryant, and it's not just me. The following program is for adult audiences only. Recently, I just found out that driving the boat was not a sex day. I don't, I don't know. Not just me. Yeah. Yeah. Chopstick came with a large low man. Welcome to a Snot Just Me podcast. This that low main. Off Lil Uzi Vert, new project, Eternal We Take. Get it. We got a great show lined up for y'all today. Well, kind of. It's mostly gonna be just me. I'ma call chill my well. We getting ready to take that trip. We had to bring y'all episode anyways. Talk about this bag shit. I'm turned to the max, these little itty bitty niggas know it's up Chopstick came with a large long man, as a clip in it, nigga, I ain't got no ass That bomb ain't pocket filled fresh romaine And I stayed with cash like a S.O. chain 5500, nigga, that's your range When I came to the club, make a strong hurricane The nigga pull up, nigga, G.I. Jones 762, turn him G.I. Sands Up, 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 Walking all on the money yeah. When I move out, my diamonds still sunny Bad. When I move out, I don't need no money When it come to the drip, not in front of me When Balenciaga on my jacket, my shirt, and my pants, and my socks, and my undies Wow, I have too litty, y'all Bitch like Chinese kitty Next boy, two in my section, no rim Let's go, to JT out the city I can make a hoe get way too sticky Yeah, Way, way, way too sticky Whoa, hold up, don't you got a whole situation? Live my life too much You know what I'm doing good I put up in the fire, let's race Yes, I stay with some money on me money. Only thing in my pocket, big face what? It's amazing to me how my baby pull up with a fat ass and a skinny waist It's amazing to me how I spend all this money and I need more of my shit It's amazing to me how these niggas don't know me but still find a way just to get It's amazing to me how back then she ain't want me but now she want go on a date It's amazing to me how she asked for them racks so that girl get the fuck out my face It's amazing to me how I'm eating so much and I still didn't gain no weight Chopstick came with a large long man as he clip in a nigga you I ain't got no burn. I said bomb ain't pot filled fresh romaine And I stay with the cash like an S.O. chain 5500 nigga that's your range When I came to the club make a storm hurricane The nigga pull up thinking G.I. Joe man 762 turning G.I. Sands When it comes to the drip, not in front of me. When Balenciaga go on my jacket, my shirt, and my pants, and my socks, and my undies. Ben. Notice. 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 You've been burned. All right, yeah, so that was new music from Lil Uzi Vert. He dropped his newest project. That track was called Low Main. Um, he got some heat on there. Jeez. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Like, um, like 
I can't say that I was the biggest little Uzi Vert fan for the longest time, but it wasn't because I didn't like him. It was just because I'd never really sat down and listened to his music. So knowing that um, there was a project coming sometime soon, I started listening to some of his older joints and I found some joints that I liked. But boy, he, he did his thing on this project. Um, other new music that came out, we had Janae Aiko. You know I love her. She finally dropped Chalumbo. That shit was fire. Real vibey, you know what I'm saying? Definitely proved that she's, you know, she's one of the originators of the Whisper Chicks, as y'all call them. Um, we're going to burn something from that later. Um, Gonna drop Skybox. Rich the Kid dropped Red. Bazzy dropped Young and Alive. Um, those are all singles. Bad Bunny dropped a project called YHLQMDLG. And I went and looked it up and seen that it stands for Yo Hago Lo Que Me De La Gana, which means I do what I want to do in Spanish. And I'm definitely going to burn our first Spanish record, you know what I'm saying, from Bad Bunny later on today. Um, just as a special shout out to our Spanish speaking, um, listenership, as I've seen that we are currently ranked number one in entertainment news podcast and number 17 in news podcast overall in Honduras. So that is what's up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I definitely want to, um, you know, congratulate and, and shout out to y'all. Like, clap for yourselves, you know what I'm saying? Because I enjoy doing this, and, and I'm glad that I could. That people are listening in places where I'm not actively promoting, you know what I mean? It's definitely a great feeling. Um, the one project that everyone's been talking about for a good two weeks now, well, definitely for the past week itself, has been um, Meg Thee Stallion. Meg Thee Stallion put out a project called Sugar that we knew was coming out, but wasn't supposed to come out until May. There's a very significant reason for that because it was her mother's birthday who passed away last year. So that's when Sugar was supposed to come out. Sugar was also being spoke of as an album for the longest time. And what we got on Friday was more of an EP. It was nine tracks. Um, it was like 23, 24 minutes long. And... It did not have Hot Girl Summer on it. <clears throat> I thought that was interesting based on this situation that she's going through with her contract between 1501 and this dude named Carl Crawford, who I didn't really recognize because I don't watch baseball. So I actually had to look him up and look this whole situation up just to try to understand what was actually going on. And... um I don't know. You you know me. I have thoughts, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not just going to um, make this a one-sided argument. So, of course, I'm going to call Chill Mo up because um, I'm doing it remotely again this week because next week is when we fly out to start recording Higher Learning Podcast. So instead of just taking the week off just to chill, seeing that we're going to have to record like a good like 25 episodes in like 10 days, you know what I'm saying, of different projects that we're working on. Um, we decided to do one anyways because I had to get into this Meg shit because once you start looking at it from both sides, you can see where there's fucked up parts at everywhere, but there's a whole lot of shit that the public isn't getting. I mean, the information's there because I'm pulling the information from the same place that anyone else can, but 
I think everyone's focusing on the emotional part of this and not focusing on the business part. And um, it's it's an interesting situation that's going on. Now, I did find some information on the actual contract from an article on Rolling Stones magazine. So I'm just going to read from there just to give us some context. So it says, the contract signed on February 4th, 2018 began with the release of her project, Tina Snow. She was given a signing bonus of $10,000 as an advance towards future earnings. The royalty split between... 1501 and her was 6040 with all recording costs seen as advances fully deductible off the top prior to distribution royalties. So that meant that once Megan's advance was recouped in a full post release, she would begin to receive 40% of future earnings. All right. So for those of y'all that don't understand shit about what I was just reading it in a nutshell, it's saying that, not only was the company getting a 60% share of all profits, but that they were recouping any money that was spent on creating the project. So she signed to a deal where essentially it's saying you have to pay for your own producers, your own writers, your own this, your own that, and then we are going to charge you for that. In a nutshell, that's not what it says there, but it's saying that, you know, all recording costs seen as advances fully deductible off the top prior to the distribution of royalties. That's what that means. That means that all recording costs are going to go to us first. We're going to get all that money back. Then once we get that money back, you can start to get 40% of what you totally made. They're also getting 30% commission on her, um, on her performances, um, 30% on. So she signed a 360 in a nutshell, and they were supposed to get a part of everything. Now, there are some things in this contract, like I don't want to read like this whole article, but there's a lot of shit in there that for a Meg Thee Stallion fan or for a woman in general or just a, a casual fan who just wants to see the creator win and the man, so to speak, lose, you got to understand that in all reality, when it comes to the legals and business of this situation, it seems pretty above board. There's some questionable percentages in here, but at the same time, it looks as though that this contract was signed by another person whose name is not Carl Crawford. It's a dude named T Ferris and you know, God bless the dead, Meg's mom, that they did the actual contract, right? But now that Meg is on Rock Nation and she has management over there, they have taken a look at this contract and have seen some things that they would like her to renegotiate. And her saying that she wanted to renegotiate is why this whole thing has happened. That That's the storyline that we're getting right now. Now, Carl Crawford says that, you know, Rock Nation is trying to strong arm him. I don't think he's fully off with that. Just for the simple fact that I know that Rock Nation operating as a management company is also getting a percentage from somewhere. So now if she's only getting 70% of her touring, 70% of her merch, 70% of her appearances, walkthroughs, and she's only getting 40% of her music, you know what I mean? 
what percentage is Rock Nation getting? Now, Rock Nation is motivated to keep her on the road because of the partnership they have with Live Nation. So it would behoove them to keep her active. But for her, that she's now over there, Crawford and them is saying, since she signed with them, they haven't been paying me. She's making $100,000 a show. I'm not getting shit of that. Which, according to the contract, he would be getting $30,000 every time she performed, based on a contract that she signed. So now the argument is, should he renegotiate the contract with her, or should he not? From a legal business side, I don't know if it's unethical for him to say, no, I'm not going to renegotiate this contract until you put out an actual album. And then we can go back to the table and see if we can move some numbers around. Now, for me, if it was me, yes, I would probably slightly renegotiate the contract because I would want to continue to keep doing business and not being strained. But at the same time, I would have went into this situation with a flexible contract that would make both parties satisfied if the thing worked out the way that I expected it to. Because what's going on here is that an independent record company signed an artist who we assume they believe was talented. That was Meg Thee Stallion. They took on all the risk. They put up the money, so so to speak, allegedly. We don't know. According to her, they didn't pay for anything. So we don't really know. But in a normal situation, that's what would be happening. You would sign the artist. You'd put up the money. You'd facilitate the, 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 the move. And then you would hope that if they are successful, you can make your money back plus a profit. But both of you guys would be making money. That is the record industry in a nutshell. You know what I'm saying? There's a whole bunch of other ins and outs, but that is the basic concept of this, all right? So now that the artist has blown up, they have found situations that are beneficial for their career that now you become more of, um, if you become a weight the way that she's making it seem to where if you look at it, you know, her getting rid of 1501 Entertainment or at least getting some of that percentage back will make it easier for her to negotiate these other deals with companies who also want a piece because nobody's doing anything for free. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and play a burn notice from Meg The Stallion off this Sugar Project, this joint called Stop Playing With Me, and then I am going to call Chill Mo up and... We're going to get back into this um, whole Meg situation, so. Please stop playing with me, bitch. Please stop playing with me. Ben. Notice. Notice. Please stop playing with me, bitch. Please stop playing with Aye. me. You bitches is weird. I don't want to hang. Where they talking? I'm knowing he lame. Look at my watch. Look at my brain, no harm coming. Bitch, stop playing. Bitches is weird, I don't wanna hang. Where did he talking? I'm knowing he lame. Look at my watch, look at my brain, you know how I'm coming. Bitch, stop playing. Way too lit, watch my drip when I take that sip. Niggas know I ain't playing. I'm from the ice, excuse my slang. I'm coming down, know what I'm saying. I really be working, bought me a burger. I bet if I post it, them bitches gon' hate it. Saying you happy and no 
to the lie. Looked at the deal and told him I'll take it. Before I was rich, I was popping my shit. Now that I'm lit, ain't shit changing. Watching me blow up, watching me glow up. Ay, I know you can't take it. Talking that shit from way over there. <laughs> Bitch, stop playing. You bitches is weird, I don't wanna hang. Where that he talking, I'm knowing he lame. Look at my watch, look at my brain. You know how I'm coming. Bitch, stop playing. You bitches is weird, I don't wanna hang. Where that he talking, I'm knowing he lame. Look at my watch, look at my brain. You know how I'm coming. Bitch, stop playing. Say it again, you know how I'm coming. Bitch, stop playing. Stop Your bullets is flooded. Look at your hand. Your house can't wear that cause I own some land. Yeah. Be booty bitch by the bus out of pain. Now look how she walk, she walk. got his dance. He hooked on salt, you salt. might get a chance. Y'all want a big boss, buy M's in that bands. Can I go print? Money go print. Punky can shit, y'all Jackie Chan. Wow. I'm a new bitch, I ain't around with that bread. My queen yeah. got rich, and no way we depressed. I'm so EV, I'm a rap MVP. Ain't no way to compete, you get way too much rest. Get that shit on every day, I do dress. I'm rocking my jelly, the t shirt is mesh. Please stop playing with me, bitch. Please stop playing with me. Please stop playing with Bang. me. Notice, 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 notice. Please stop playing with Aye. me. You bitches is weird, I don't wanna hang. Where they talking, I'm knowing he lame. Look at my watch, look at my brain, know how I'm coming. Bitch, stop playing. You bitches is weird, I don't wanna hang. Where they talking, I'm knowing he lame. Look at my watch, look at my brain. Episode of It's Not Just Me has been brought to you by our friends over there at podcorn.com. What he said. <laughs> this is not your typical CPM type of deal. They cut the middleman out and let you bid on the jobs that you want at the price that you're willing to do it for. But for real, y'all, like, listen, I, I know there's a couple other podcasters out there who listen to me. I listen to y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're, we're, we're doing good shit out here, you know what I'm saying? Congratulations to all y'all. We got to keep doing it. But um, I'm telling you, yo, like, there is a company out there that's making it easy for us to be able to negotiate with brands on ads. And y'all already know that the reason why I don't really run ads is because I don't believe in the CPM structure. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think that the advertising or that the other business world should be able to tell us how much an advertisement from us is worth. I believe that we should be able to name our own worth. And that's what Podcorn does for us. Like it gives us a situation where there's no middleman. You create a free account, you log in there and you go look at the different brands and see if there's something that makes sense for your audience and makes sense for you. This is probably the best company I've seen for podcasters like us. So if you wanna sign up and check them out, um, make sure that you click on the link it's in the episode notes, or you can go to podcorn.com slash podcasters. Jay, Trey, both here. Yeah, what's this, a podcast? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sir. <laughs> Y'all put me on a podcast? Yeah, sir. <laughs> hold on, man. I, hold on, man. Wait, hold on. Y'all got to give me a second. <laughs> we, 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 we ain't paying for no interviews. You just get linked in. I said we ain't paying for no interviews. You just get linked in.
Nah, see, nah, I gotta call y'all back. I gotta get my lawyer involved. <laughs> 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 I gotta call y'all back. <laughs> so look, well, look. Um, I gotta get some management involved. Uh, okay. <laughs> those, <laughs> those of y'all that don't recognize the voice, that's Jay the Great. You hear him in the intro music. You know what I'm saying? And you guys have definitely, oh, this is live. yeah, you've definitely heard him on the show before. Trey hasn't been trying to give you your flowers for calling the resurgence of Gordon Hayward at the beginning of this season. Matter of fact, at the beginning of this show back in October I think it was the second episode you said Gordon Hayward was going to have the comeback <laughs> you know same season <laughs> well, Trey, Trey well, tried I to shoot it down <laughs> Trey tried to shoot it down I've been riding with it though I've been riding with it I've been th- I, I think that Gordon Hayward has had a comeback of a season Listen, man. Listen, man. He, that's, that's no, 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 no. Listen now. He's up to over twenty points a game. Uh, he, he, he did. He, he's on. He did get a couple. He, he's been off, off uh, on injury a couple of days out of this week, this past week. But he's back right now. He's leading the team. Uh, the Celtics currently lead the Oklahoma City Thunder, forty-four to thirty-seven. And uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I I'm not at all disappointed with what he's been able to contribute to the ball. Hello. That's just the same way there. Did I make a prediction about Lamar Jackson? That's what I want to remember. Did I make any prediction? Did I call that? Did I say he was going to be the MVP? I, yeah, I think you called that too. I have to go back I, and I check the audio, one. but I think you called that. All right. You. All right, I just want to take the back. I mean, I, I would, I would imagine that all Lakers fans would want to have a basketball conversation today, but one time that you, yeah, sure. the Clippers, yeah, you know what today is. Yeah, today is the day that y'all realize that, uh, you know, the Clippers are here, man. The Clippers are here. You know, we are the only team that beat the Clippers. With a full roster, with nobody on the injury list, they are sending no incentives today. Bro, how many times did it take for that to happen? They already beat you twice. <laughs> yeah, we beat them once. We got one left. One don't count as the first game of the season. That don't count. But that means we won it one. No, no, no. Y'all are we all are one and two against the <laughs> against the LA Clippers. Technically, I know what to say, but technically. Technically, <laughs> listen. <laughs> we can talk about technicals all we want to, but you got to come out here and check. All, all I know, all I know, is these past two weekends, we don't be the top of the top of the NBA from the Boston Celtics to the Seventy Sixers to the uh, Giannis. The the the, the, the refs, the ref gave you that. Oh, we are not bringing the refs into this one, sir. Okay, well, then make sure you say he had 44 in the game. He had 41. He had 41. He had 41 in that game. Just make sure you say that. I can take that. I'll take that all day. 41 in the loss, I'll take that. No, 41 in a damn, a damn, the rest? For real? That's what it was. 41 in the game. No, no. Yeah. The rest started to see this today. That is, we, we prevail. That's what we do. Prevail? <laughs> uh, Trey be trying to put his little, his little words in there Prevail 
When you have AD and LeBron on one team, you don't prevail, okay? You, that's winning. Like, that's domination, right? There's nobody playing. So if it's not wild, do they still count us out? No, we prevail every time they count us out. No, we <laughs> count us out a lot. <laughs> All right, so Steph, Steph Curry returned recently to the Nobody Warriors. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> I think it was good for the league. I think I it was. Think. I, I was. I was happy to see Steph back. I think. Right. I think, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's clear that he ain't shit in the West this year. I think that's the only thing that everybody wanted to see was the Warriors finally be ain't shit again. Right. Well, you know, go and, ahead. Shoot and, all the shots you want now, bro. Shoot them all. You yeah. know what I mean? Shoot them hey, out of bounds if you want to. Shoot them out of bounds. Shoot them out of the side of the court if you want to. For this season, yes. But, I mean, coming into next season, obviously we're, like, way too early to even speculate on that. But I'd expect the Warriors to be – Somewhat of a threat next year. Uh, I, I got a fourth or fifth seed next year with Clay coming back and Stephanie coming back. I think they trade Draymond this offseason, honestly. I don't. But I think they keep, they, I think they keep him. The I think they keep him for the Andrew Wiggins experiment. I think Draymond <laughs> well, is necessary for that. Nah, I, I think they can do without, man. There's nothing that he provides in that system that. They can't replace. You get what I'm saying? Like he used to be the 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 D guy, the the you feel me, the toughness, and you, that's, I don't know that he don't even do that no more. He just get throwing up the game now and then. All right. Well, I mean, if you was on that team, you wouldn't want to be there either. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, an- an- another team. Speaking of another team that no one wants to be a part of. Uh, Wait a minute! I didn't get my thought. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> get it off. Get it off. Well. Well, we're moving along. I understand, but <laughs> at the same time, uh, you got to understand that the Golden State Warriors are who they were since development. Uh, they didn't get KD so later on. By that time, everybody that was on the team had developed from being drafted. So, yeah, I think you got to trust their process. I think they're going to dig deep this year. I think the draft is loaded with a lot of talent, and I think they're going to fuck a few that come in and be contributors. And um. I think you'll see. I think you'll see Golden State back in the top five. Yeah, sure. definitely. Top five for sure. But you, got, you got a lot of teams, you got a lot of teams. You got a lot of teams that because Golden State was down this year, they got a lot of they got a lot of chance to showcase and develop. And you know, Denver is out here now. Uh, a lot of things going on in the West, so they'll they'll, they'll have a they'll have a South I hope you get hurt again. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Why you called me hell for four years? No sir, I don't want to You see, this is this is. Look at the character of LeBron fans. You see that? Yeah, the I've been I've been talking to him about it all season. I've been like, yo, like this is one of those situations where, like, as a Lakers fan, we've accepted you guys, but we know you guys are really LeBron fans. Because y'all y'all are y'all have some similarities. All you LeBron fans have similarities. Like, there's niggas who you've never met, Trey, who I swear is like your twin brother. Like who I work with, who, who are just like you. Like when I'm talking to them, I feel like I'm talking to you, and I'm like, "What the fuck? I cannot escape this conversation." Listen, because we all know who are who is the truth, folks. 
That's number one. <laughs> and and, and we, we've been down for 17 seasons already. So it's, it's like we know what we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? It's not up for debate. It's not up for debate. All right. <laughs> the Knicks are looking at Chris Paul. They're still saying the LeBron mural is right next to the Kobe. Hey, look, we ain't even going to go there right now. You're doing blasphemy. too much. You're doing too much. You're doing too much. That is Los Angeles blasphemy yeah. right there. <laughs> that is pure California oh, blasphemy. Oh, you think it's going to be a hundred times first out there? Oh, my God. That is pure California blasphemy. Facts. <laughs> I can't even. I'm not even going to touch on that. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, you've been out there. <laughs> it's not, it's not even, it's I'm not. I'm not going to touch on it. I can't. But, uh, I am going to LeBron Angeles, all right? LeBron Angeles. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right. Well... I think that was a podcast for the day, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where else to listen, go. <laughs> listen, listen, this is the thing you deal with in the NBA these days. You know, listen, people don't have, people are, not, people, are not invested. People, people are not invested in franchises anymore. They're invested in individuals. Well, you know, my team, you know, the Celtics, is playing very well right now. And um, if I had to point out an individual, of course, it would have to be Jason Tatum, who I, I, I'm literally watching right now. It's three consecutive threes. These guys are cooking. Mm-hmm. This kid is. This kid has. You want to talk about most improved player? I, I think he might have. He might leap over uh, Gordon Hayward in my my most my, my comeback player of the year. When did Gordon Hayward come back? Listen, jo- Jason Tatum might be the next one. He might be the next the next guy. Like, like, I think, I but, think, if we needed to come up with three names, that Jason Tatum would be in my three names. I don't know who the other two names are, but I think Jason Tatum has, has to, to be, be in my three names. Yeah, of like the next guy who we have the, the goat talk about. Like, I think like ten years from now, there's a conversation to be had, and Jason Tatum is at the top of that list. Well, what I'm saying, what I'm saying, uh, Luca, Luca Doncic, at home. Zion. I don't know. Zion is a great talent. He's a great talent. But what I'm seeing out of Jason right now, which I'm really not seeing out of Luca at the moment, is is the closer. The closer is starting to form. He's starting to become the person that you know you got to go to. He, the team knows they're going to him. The opposite team knows they're going to him. And when you can perform at a high level when everybody is aware that you're getting the ball, I think that's when... You got to kind of like. You need to tell your team who the closer is, Because every time I turn around, Marcus Smart is making uh, these life and death situations. These life and death situations, man. Well, I don't think I don't think Jason was playing the last time we took a look at the game. We were in a close fourth quarter situation. I don't think he was playing. Uh, um, I do that. Okay. I think I think I think the Celtics as well as this is the Celtics organization. Everybody upstairs knows what they have in the pro and in, in, in Jason Tatum. As far as being the next franchise player and closer that he's uh he's coming, man. It's, it's All right, so look, let me ask you this. 
contract year coming up, right? What next year? He got one one year left in his rookie contract. Right? Mm-hmm. Do you think he stay? Of course, of course. We're going to pay him. We've already paid Marcus Smart. We've already paid Jalen Brown. Um, Jason's going to get his money. Well, what if it's not about the money though? He's not. If it's he's not. I mean, where 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 else would he want to go? You tell uh, me, Drake. Uh, <laughs> Nobody, no, everybody doesn't want to go to L.A. I mean, you, you, mean want, LA? you, think, he'll go to, you think he'll go to L.A. What, to be like Kyle Kuzma? No. Oh, he's the next one, No. 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 <laughs> no. He's not. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> that sounds like a whole bunch of, that sounds like a situation. That sounds like something he had, you know, he had a, he had a chance to be, Paired up with a with a few superstars over the, the past couple of years, and it's, it's evident that he is the superstar. So, but he ain't had no choice. He can't leave if he wanted to. Nah, I think Jason Tatum is one of those guys that sticks around. I think he sticks around. I, I think the the team who should be concerned of whether or not they keep one of their stars or two of their stars is Philly. I'd see him. I'd see one of those guys somewhere faster than I would see Jason Tatum. I think Jason Tatum's going to take that super whatever super deal that he can get at Boston. He's taking that and he's going to ride it out. He's in the Eastern Conference over so, there. So, so look, he's a Boston. So look, he has a chance to be the next. Do you think Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid would be a good trade for Jason Tatum between the Celtics and the Sixers? No, I, I don't, wouldn't trade I don't either think, one of those I don't players. think there is a trade. I was about to ask you, say, as sense. a Celtics fan, would you take one of them over Jason Tatum? As a Celtics fan, hell no. Hell and I'm going to tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Joel Embiid is not mature enough, nor does he come up big in big time situations. Uh, ben Simmons is not mature enough, not in the sense of behavior on the court, in the sense of decision making on the court. I feel like in big time, he disappears. Not only does he disappear in big time, he's not reliable to hit the shot that needs to be hit. Now, he can find the person that will hit the shot that needs to be hit, but what if it's you? And a lot of times it is you because of the defenders taking away from you. So if you're not confident to knock down that jumper when you're wide open at the top of the key, I don't need you. And if you're not going to have the time to develop your game within the last three or four years that you've been in the league, you're not showing me that, I, that that's something I need to invest in at all anyway, so I'm not curious to see what the Celtics, I mean, what the Sixers have going on, because I could get two shits about the Sixers at the Celtics game, but uh, they definitely got issues on their hands because the two of them are not better together, and that's obvious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? What show you think you are right now? <laughs> 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 I'm <laughs> saying with this whole, the joke. Like, <laughs> you ain't got nothing to say though. You ain't got nothing to say, so he did it right. You, you ain't got no rebuttal. Where's your rebuttal? <laughs> Where's your rebuttal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, whatever. All right. He's like, you ain't gonna beat the mix. You ain't gonna Yeah, we're gonna be out there in a couple days, y'all. We're gonna be out there in a couple days. Oh, LA, LA will be out here too. Yeah, we land Thursday. <laughs> we land Thursday morning. <laughs> All right, that's Thursday yeah, morning. Sure. Next week or this week coming up? Yeah, yeah, Thursday morning. Yep. 
Thursday. All right, I'll make sure I got something lined up. Yes, sir. All right. Yep. All right, that's the best, fellas. Hit me. All right, y'all. All right, man. I know. Peace. All right. All right, this burn notice is going out to Janae Aiko with this song called BS featuring her on It's Not Just Me. Ben. Notice. Yeah. Notice. 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 Yeah. You've been burned.
visit our official website at www.itsnotjustmepodcast.com. It's not just me.